Hello, this is Willie Woods, your financial nut. Why the financial nut? Because I like to do things a little bit different. Crazy, you know, kind of, or maybe even nutty. But first off, I would like to take care of a little business. I would like to inform you that this information is for entertainment purposes only. This information, if used, is at your own risk and your own expense. I cannot be held and will not be held accountable for any good and bad decisions that you make in reference to this podcast. Thank you. You have a great day. Hello, this is Willie Woods, the Financial Nut, and today I was talking to a friend, and he asked me, you know, what do I think about the market and the records that it's breaking and stuff like that? Well, to be totally honest with you, records are good in some ways. That means that the market is going higher and people are making money. But just because a market breaks a record doesn't mean that a market is good. You know, it's just means that um, there's a lot of extra people in the market and they're pushing up the, the price. See, remember when you're dealing in investing, one of the biggest indicators of the direction the market is going in is the number of people that are in the market or the volume. That's what they legitimately call it. The volume. The higher the volume determines the direction of the market. And you say, well, how does the higher the volume determine the direction of the market? Well, Just because a market go down does not mean that its volume is not high. And just because a market goes up does not mean that its volume is high. Now, trades are either positive or negative. A lot of negative trades will cause the volume to go down. A lot of positive trades cause the volume to go up, which will cause the market to go up. So when you're thinking about the market, you always want to keep your eye on the volume and what the market does at certain volumes. A lot of times it'll continue to do that at certain volumes, but there is no guarantee that because it has that large volume, it's going to go in the direction that you want it to go in. The market could go through the roof. The stock you own could be going to zero. The market could be going down. The stock you own could be going through the roof. So you 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 look at you got to look at everything as an individual action. You know you could pay attention to sectors you can pay attention to just stocks like for instance 
They got the thing called Fang, you know, Facebook, um, Google, um, who else? Apple, Google. And a lot of times these stocks trade heavy volume. But just because they're trading heavy volume don't mean they're always going up. Sometimes when they trade that heavy volume, they're going down. And I think the other one is um, Amazon. So don't get caught up on the market as far as which direction it's going to go. What you should do is you should learn how to trade both directions. When you learn how to trade both directions, it doesn't matter which way the market goes. And that's what I've been trying to tell you for the longest. If you have the knowledge to trade when the market is down, you have the knowledge to make money when the market is down. When you have the knowledge to trade when the market is up, you have the knowledge to trade when the market is up. When you have the knowledge to trade when it's down or up, you can always make money. And that's where you want to be. Or when it's down, you sit out on the sidelines and when it's up, you get in. Those are the alternatives. Now, me, and this sounds crazy, I always want to be in the market. I always want my money moving and working for me. So what I do is I look at my stocks and I determine how much of my gain I'm willing to lose. And then I put stop losses on them. And you say, well, wow, that's that's the 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 cheap way. Well, they're trailing stop losses. So as they go up, the um, dollar amount goes up. But once they go back down and reach that percentage or that dollar amount, it sells and I'm out. I don't mind taking money off the table. But. You bet your bottom dollar, when I take money off the table, I'm going to put it back in somewhere else on the table. Because I like to keep my money working for me. See, I look at stocks as my business. And in my business, I have employees. And each of my employees are there to help me make money. So I look at each dollar as a mini me. So if I have $100 in the stock market, I have 100 people working for me. If I have 1,000 in there, I have 1,000 working for me. If I have 50,000 in there, I have 50,000 people working for me. And that's something that I came up with for me that works for me so my object is to always increase the number of employees 
But at the same token, every now and then, some of the employees get fired. That's that stop loss. Normally, what I do is when I get in the market and buy something, I put a stop loss on it. And since stop losses expire, every now and then, I will readjust my stop losses or put them back on again. I also use the alerts. I alert myself when stocks are going down. I alert myself when stocks are going up. I do all this stuff. It's free. It comes with the cost of investing. So why would I not use it? You hear what I'm saying? These are tools that your brokerage give you. So use them. Learn how to use your brokerage to make you money. Learn about stop losses, trailing stop losses, limits, um, stops. Learn about all that stuff. Because when you become a genius of using this stuff, what happens is that you control when and when you don't make money. And you definitely control how much money you don't lose. Like right now, Tesla's at 600 and something. It was at 800 and something. When it was going down, I sold it. When it got down, I bought more. Got the same same stop loss on it. If it goes up like crazy, that same trailing stop loss will be on it. And if it all of a sudden decides to drop, it'll sell. You have to understand that the market is an income-producing utility. And by it being an income-producing utility, you got to treat it as so. So what you want to do is you want it to produce income. You don't want it to just consume all your income. And a lot of people will sit there um, and allow it to take their income. And what happens is every 10 or so years, the market takes a nasty drop. That's why people are saying, oh, it's going to go down. It's going to go down. It's going to go down because that's what it do. They're saying, you know, all the, everything's lining up. It's going to go down. It's going to be nasty. And it may take years to come back. And it may do that. But if you're protected and it goes down crazy and you're able to get out with the majority of your money, who cares if it goes down? All you care about is what point will I be able to get back in? And when I get back in, as it's going up, will it make me some money? So, yeah, you're hearing a lot about rumbles about the market's going to crash and stuff like that. And a lot of times, you know, um, when you hear stuff like that, eventually, you know, it happens, you know, I would tell you to be positive toward the market, but 
there's so many people being negative toward the market, it has to crash. And I know this. So what I'm telling you to do is learn and prepare for a crash. You know, a lot of people tell you to buy gold, which is a good thing. Buy silver, which is a good thing. Some say buy Bitcoin, which may be a good thing. We don't know just yet, but we will know. But don't be afraid to invest because nothing from nothing equals nothing. So if you do nothing, you're going to get nothing. You always want your money or your investment to get more than you put out. This is Willie Woods, the Financial Nut, and I'm out. Thank you